What's up, guys? Monday evening, 9 p.m. Time for another balcony talk. Uh, wanted to talk about a little experience that we had in Malibu on Saturday. We're driving down the road, um, trying to hit uh, the Point Doom, the point down at the tippy tip of Malibu on the coast. And then we're driving this Audi convertible with the top down, and then like suddenly we, I hear this like voice and it's like a very kind of characteristic voice. I didn't pay too much attention though, but Nomi suddenly is like, that was Lady Gaga. So we, we drive past Lady Gaga. Apparently she just colored her hair, some color and Nomi knew from Instagram. And it was like, it was totally hard. You can see like from the way she walked and everything. So it was like, okay. And then I kind of debated with myself, like, do I, I didn't quite see her. I was like, am I, do I become the douchebag that turns around and goes back and looks at her? And, uh, <laughs> the short story is yes, I did. So we turned the car around, uh, drove back and we were being nice about it. Didn't photograph or like say or two, obviously anything like that, but just to give me a chance to see her. And yeah, totally her with her new boyfriend the day before, by the way. So yeah, the day before, doing the video music awards show and the and apparently Nomi said she had won like five awards or something like that. So here's the point though. Um is she's just a girl, right? She's just a woman that happens to live in a real place and hang out in a real place. I remember some years ago I hung out with in in LA. I've been to ASCAP the music conference a couple times. For songwriters, it's a great, it's a great event. It's a great conference. I love it. Um, and um, talk to people who live in Malibu, and they're like, you know, it's totally normal that you'll meet Lady Gaga up at Pavilion Pavilions, which is the the um, local supermarket there, or um, in um, there's a there's a pub, an Irish pub or something like where like all kinds of you know big names will play or you know sit in for a song or things like that but the point being that like these people these celebrities right they're just regular people they're just humans and i know that you know that and i know that but it's it's pretty easy to forget right it's easy to forget and think that oh these are celebrities like she was saying something like you know are we there soon like how far is it to this damn car because they'd been down at the water it seemed like and then they're walking back to to the car and it was just there parked way far away from the water and like just had a lot of walking to do. And she was like, oh, I don't want to keep walking. So, you know, it doesn't matter how successful you come. It does not matter how rich you are. Like you still like if you want to if you want to, you know, jump in the ocean down there, you got to find a place to park along the street somewhere and you got to walk somewhere. I guess you could have someone drive you there and then pick you up again right but i mean you and i can do that too it's called lift an uber or we just like pay a task rabbit something to to do it whatever right so so this is like yeah just because you're a celebrity or super rich or famous or anything like any of that stuff doesn't you know we still only do one of three things we're either sitting or lying down or standing up we are, you know, we eat and we pee and we poop and we part. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. It's just a good reminder sometimes when we're striving. And I'm definitely someone who has big visions, big ambitions, big dreams, striving. 
there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish. But really, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change fundamentally when you do that, when you achieve those things. Really not. It's all about the internal feeling. It's all about the feeling. And your feelings are based on your perceptions and your beliefs, right? So how you perceive things to be and what you believe that that means, that determines what you, how you feel. Um, not the outside stuff. A lot of us have, you know, various forms of self-hate, self-hate going. Like, oh my, you know, I'm too fat or too weak or too poor or too this or too that. Like there's something, like my nose is too big. And we've, we think that if we, if we fix that, then that voice will go away. But it doesn't. It doesn't go away because that voice is just a habit of criticizing. It's a habit that says, if I keep criticizing myself, someday I'm going to get better. Someday, someday, like, someday I'll, I, I, I won't, I won't go, I won't despair. I won't um, go under, essentially. Like, I had this idea that I wasn't lovable because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't successful enough. And so what I had to do, and this is all unconscious, obviously, what I had to do is make sure that no love would ever enter my heart, would never penetrate my heart. So it didn't matter who around me, who I surrounded me with that loved me dearly. You know, my, my wife, my girlfriend, my, my wife and my, my kids and my parents and all these people that loved me, loved me a lot. And I, I couldn't take it in because if I allowed it in, I was afraid that I would stop striving to be good enough, to be lovable. And so I had to keep it out. And it took me years and years to get to a point where I was like, finally able to accept it. Finally able to take in that love. Finally able to love myself, to allow love in. And a big key to this was Gay Hendricks's book, Learning to Love Yourself, I believe it is called. Learning to Love Yourself. It's a short book. It was his first kind of breakout successful book. I think it was the book that landed him on Oprah. You know, before that, he'd only written psychological textbooks for, you know, his psychology department. And he decided to write a psychology book based on a person, a personal experience, personal lived experience of learning to love himself. It's a phenomenal book. It's phenomenal. And the key is to like, when you're in that state, which I think the vast majority of people are, so that would probably include you listening to this right now. When you're in that state, actually loving yourself is too much. And you can test this. Just go find a mirror, look yourself in the eyes in the mirror and say, I love you. And then your own name. I love you, Calvin. I really, really love you. And notice what your bullshit meter does, right? If your bullshit meter goes like, yeah, crap. Like, you don't mean that. Like, I'm not lovable. No, this is bullshit. This is stupid. Like, if, I mean, a lot of people can't even get themselves to do that, right? Louise Hay calls this mirror work. It's ve- it's very hard to do. Like, literally look yourself in the eyes and say, I love you, and not feel really weird about it if you're struggling with self-love, which almost everyone in the world is 
almost everyone in the world is struggling with self-love. And the lie that we've been told is that if only we improve, right? If we're more successful, more famous, or more, you know, live in a nicer place, have higher status, um, have more friends, better lose weight, have better health, or whatever, then we'll feel good about ourselves. Then we'll be able to love ourselves. But that's a lie. It's a lie. That barrier is always that that threshold is always ahead of you. It's always somewhere, you know, just beyond your reach, just beyond your reach, because it's a habit. It's a process. It's not about the content. And so what you need to do, so Gay Hendricks's trick is to be willing to love yourself. Are you willing to love yourself? Even if you don't know how, even if you don't actually love yourself, are you willing to love yourself? And that's a very, it's a genius move. And the reason it's a genius move is that self-love is natural. No baby is born not loving themselves. No baby is ever born not loving themselves. Self-hate is something that we learn. It's a learned behavior. It's a learned pattern of thinking. We learn it unconsciously as infants, right? Like very young people from our parents, but it's still a learned behavior. It's a learned belief system. And so by learning, by allowing love in, by being willing to love yourself, that starts to crack that armor that you have to put up to avoid, prevent love from entering your heart, right? You have to put up a shield between yourself and the world and yourself and you, right? Your heart where love is and where love comes in and the real world in order to not have, in order to do self-hate. And so the willingness is the thing that opens that crack and then love can happen. And that honestly is the key to everything that you want. I got an email years ago from a guy named Eric who had this social mobile gaming startup and he was about to, you know, be worth a hundred million dollars in a, an exit for his company, and he was like super depressed. He was super depressed because he realized that it wasn't going to make him happy. This exit wasn't going to make him happy, and now he no longer had a strategy for happiness. His entire life, he'd been chasing that exit so he could live on a beach and have all the money in the world and he realized now that it wasn't within reach he realized fuck it's not what i it doesn't give me anything it doesn't do anything for me and so he was depressed he's super depressed and that's great it's a crisis of meaning that allows a breakthrough to happen you want those but what he realized is that all the money in the world essentially changes nothing it changes nothing. You're still the same person. You still have the same feelings. You still have the same patterns of mind, patterns of behavior, the same friends, the same wife, the same spouse, the same body, the same health, the same everything that matters. The same everything that matters. And I'm not saying money's not great. Money's awesome. But it doesn't fundamentally change anything. And so meeting Lady Gaga and seeing her just being a regular human being on the, on the road is kind of a reminder of that. It was some several years ago, like over a decade ago, I visited the Google, Google campus in in Silicon Valley, and with my business partner at the time, Christina, and some person that she knew was showing us around. And there's this this uh, endless pool, 
that you could jump in and swim. And then he was like, yeah, and sometimes Sergey and Larry will swim in the pool. And for those that don't know, uh, Sergey and Larry are the founders of Google. And so Christina was like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're, hu- they're human, right? And to me at that time, it was like coming from Denmark and then visiting Silicon Valley. It was like, it was almost like I wasn't sure these people were human. Like they seemed hu- superhuman, right? But then, no, I mean, if, when you grow up in that area and live, you live in that area, you realize, I mean, these are just human beings like anybody else, right? Steve Jobs just lived in the house and he apparently didn't lock his door. And you know, I have a friend who, who grew up with, with Brian Cranston, the guy from Breaking Bad, and you know, best buddies with him, and they just go go to the ball game, and like he was just a he was just you know, a, a, like an uncle like figure in his life, and and no big deal, right? I mean, all of these people are just freaking humans, all of them, right? Yeah, it's it's helpful to remind ourselves sometimes because it's so easy to get lost in that, like whoa, they're so diff- amazing and different, and if only if only I had that, like. Trust me, you. I don't think you want that. Other, like we were also in Santa Barbara, and apparently, uh, uh, Megan and Harry, Prince Harry and Megal, Megan Markle, whatever her name, apparently they've just moved into a place right next to Santa Barbara and Montecito, and and there's now like a, what was it, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bounty on paparazzi shops, shots and like helicopters overhead, and like just like all kinds of people asking um, to see them and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I'm glad that's not my life. That sounds freaking horrible. It sounds, <laughs> you know, that's a bit too intense. I'm more into the Steve Jobs kind of thing where you can actually leave your door unlocked because your followers are not cray cray, right? Um, so, um, yeah, celebrity, money, fame doesn't fundamentally change anything. Today's reminder. Have a great day, guys. See you soon. Bye.